ahead for Ghost TV. Uh, here in your church, I bring greetings from Uganda. I bring greetings from our church, Kingdom Harvest Mission Church, and also from my family, my wife, and my four children. They really love you. And my wife wanted so much to come, but this time, maybe it was not God's will. She was not given a visa, but she's praying for you. She loved this church. Uh, we, we were blessed to have uh, Pastor Stuart and Pastor uh, Helen in our church, and also in Uganda, because they didn't preach in our church only, but they preached uh, in one of the leader, the biggest leaders' conference from other many, so many churches together. And we are a blessing to our country and in our church. We really love them. And they sang some songs uh, with ukulele. So <laughs> we still remember. Every time when you mention about Pastor Stuart and Pastor Ellen, they remember the ukulele and some songs. So thank you so much for sending them and supporting them. And thank you so much for uh, you know, allowing them to come to Uganda. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. And we want to request you that allow them you know, every year to come because Uganda needs their ministry. Amen? Amen? There are so many testimonies from different pastors, different churches from their ministry. Amen? Amen. So, and also I want to invite you. You know, one time you accompany them, go with them, and welcome to Uganda. Amen. I want to thank God for my friend, my sister here. Yes, yeah, Sister Lord, thank you so much. It's a blessing to know you, my fellow Ugandans. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I want to thank God for the opportunity of uh, coming to Australia. This is my second time here. And uh, you have really taken good care of me. They are feeding me every day, different food, you know, different groups. So the other day we went to Chile, it was barbecue. <laughs> Hallelujah. So thank you so much. Amen. And uh, I'm going back to Uganda on Tuesday. So Tuesday morning. Amen. So let's go in the word of God. Let's go in Joshua chapter 6. Joshua chapter 6. Amen. If you are there, say amen. amen. <laughs> are you there? Yes. Okay. Jotha chapter 6 from verse 1. It says, Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And, le- and the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho unto, into your hands its king and the mighty men of valor. 
you shall march around the city all your men of war you shall go around the city once this shall do six days and seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of rams horns before the ark but the seventh day but the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times and the priest shall blow the trumpet it shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the rams horn and when you hear the sound of the trumpet that all the people shall shout with a great shout then the wall of the city will fall down flat and the people shall go up every man straight before him amen father we thank you for your word and thank you this morning for your presence lord we ask that your presence and the holy spirit shall speak to everyone in jesus name amen uh i was praying and asking god for the message of this church and this is the message god gave me and the message is the strategies to break your jericho the strategies to break your jericho amen amen, amen. jericho yes it's a good question so before we go to strategies to break your jericho you need to know what is jericho jericho was one of the oldest city in the days of the bible so this city was a city of uh, so many people sinners in this city there were so many activities in this city but one of the activities there was so many immorality uh witchcraft they used to worship strange gods they used to practice witchcraft in this city so jericho also the bible says there was walls in this city a strong wall and it was one of the biggest walls the bible scholar uh, says that this wall was almost almost 12 feet amen high and also 6 feet on the wide hallelujah it was so much big the walls of jericho but the purpose why they built this jericho wall was to hinder the children of israel so that they would not enter in this city amen according to the this prostitute lahab when he was talking to the two men who went to spy he told them that we heard what your god did and we were afraid in other words they decided to to build this wall for the purpose of hindering these people not to enter into this city amen so this was a big city but jericho means in other words, jericho means hindrances jericho means setbacks jericho also means 
you know it was it was intended to broke the children of Israel now in in verse 1 the bible says that Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel none went out and none came in so this verse shows us that Jericho was built with intention of resisting or hindering hindering the children of Israel not to enter into this city amen, amen. but also Jericho was a city between Canaan and also Egypt so the children of Israel they are in their journey to enter their promised land and God promised them to go and take everything in that city amen god gave them this city but there was a stronger wall on this city we all know that so many times god give us things but sometimes there is hindrances sometimes there is resistance it's another thing God to give you a promise and it is another thing to for you to take that promise it is another thing God to give you an inheritance it is another thing for you to take that inheritance amen god may give you oh he has he has been giving us so many things he promised us so many things in the bible but sometimes we don't take those things because there is a process hallelujah Amen. there is a process between a promise and the fulfillment of the promise so god promised the children of israel to take this jericho this great city to take everything belong in this city but there was a hindrances there was setbacks there was resistance in this city and these people began to build a wall for the purpose of hindrances hindering the children of israel amen, amen. the devil will never allow you to take your inheritance he will make sure he put some roadblocks he will make sure he put some resistance he will make sure that there are some you know setbacks amen? amen but one thing i want to tell you that when god speak to you when god promise to you hallelujah yeah. he is able to empower you he is able to give you strategies for you to take your miracle for you to take your inheritance god will never promise you will never give you something simple always god gives you something which is not simple amen, amen. hallelujah amen. so by the bible said that jericho was securely shut up for the children of israel they so that they may not enter into this city now in verse 2 the bible says and the lord said to joshua see i have given jericho into your hands its king 
and the might men of valor. Hallelujah. Jericho was situated shorter, but the Lord said to Joshua, Behold, I have given you this city. Regardless of the, the might men in this city, regardless of the things in this city, I have given you this city. Amen. 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 So I want to share t- with you four strategies. Number one, to know the will of God. It is very, very important for you to know the will of God in your life. It is very important for you to know that what you do, it is in the will of God. So, Joshua needed to know that this city, the Lord has given it to him. It was the will of God for them to enter into this city. It was the will of God for them to destroy this city. Because not every city that God commanded them to to destroy and to take everything belongs there. Amen. 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 The next city, God refused them to take even a single, you know, coin. Hallelujah. But in this city, God allowed them to take everything belongs in this city. So you need to know the will of God upon your life. For you to take your Jericho, for you to break into your destiny, for you to go into your destiny, you need to know the will of God. Amen? Amen. It is very, very important for everyone to know the will of God upon your life. To know that this is the will of God. Amen? Amen. So, strategy number two. You need to hear from the Lord and to obey what God tells you to do. Very important for us to hear God's voice. Because it's another thing to know the will of God. And it's another thing for you to hear the rhema word from God every day. You may, you may hear, you may know that this is a will of God for me to be in the ministry. Or for me to be a pastor. God called me to be a pastor. God called me to be an apostle. God called me to be an evangelist. Or it's the will of God for me to be in this marriage. But also you need instruction. You need to hear God's voice every day. You need to hear the rhema word every day. Because every day God has a word for you. Eh, Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You need to hear his instruction. Because God will always give you instruction to every step in your life. God will always give you instruction for you to enter into your destiny. Amen. Amen. Sometimes God He didn't tell us everything at once. But as you walk with Him, He always makes sure to tell you what to do. So it means every time we need to be connected to Him. We need to hear His, his instruction. So Joshua was given, he was given a city. Of Jericho, but also he needed to hear his instruction from the Lord. Remember, instruction brings construction, and lack of instruction brings destruction. 
You need instruction every day. There are so many miracles in the Bible. But when we look in the Bible in the days of Jesus, so many miracles were done because of obeying the instruction. Like the miracle of the wine in John chapter 2. This miracle happened because they are, they are instructed. They obey the instruction. When we obey God's instruction, we will see provision and miracles in our lives. Amen. Amen? Amen? So they needed to hear instruction from the Lord. They needed to hear His voice and also to obey. There are so many believers in the church today, they are not ready to obey God's instruction. God will instruct you for you to go to another level. He will give you an instruction. When we see the life of Elijah, a prophet in the Bible, God instructed Elijah hallelujah, to go to the river and he was fed by the birds. And after this river dried up, and God instructed him again, he was always ready to hear his voice for him to go to another level, for him to survive. Amen. The life of a Christian, the life of a Christian is a life of hearing God's instruction. Amen. I believe that the Lord wants to give you this city as this church. Amen. God wants to give you the city of Melbourne Amen. into this church. Amen. God wants to save so many people in this city. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But if you are ready to hear his instruction and to do his instruction, every wall of Jericho is going to fall down in the name of Jesus. Amen. I believe that there is hindrances in this city. There is setbacks in this city. There have been so much hindrances. Amen. But I'm telling you, God is going to make those walls to fall down in the name of Jesus. Amen. But this to happen, we have to know the will of God. We have to hear instruction and obey his instruction. Amen. Amen. So instruction is very important. Number three, God told them that when you are marching out, the priest shall go before you and they shall carry the ark of the covenant. So principle number three, you have to involve men of God, servants of God, in your life. If you want to see the walls of Jericho falling down in your life, because I told you, walls of Jericho represent hindrances and setbacks. So everyone here, you have hindrances. You have spiritual hindrances. You want to go to another level, but there is hindrances. You have to take your miracle. You have to you you want to, to reach your destiny, but there is always hindrances. Amen? Amen? But for you to see your hindrances breaking down, you need to involve men of God or women of God, servants of God in your life. Amen? Amen? Amen. 
sometimes so many Christians they don't want to involve their pastors. They don't they don't want to involve servants of God. But this was the instruction that the priest shall go before you and the priest shall carry the ark of the Lord. This was God's instruction. There are so many things we cannot achieve unless we are connected to our pastors. Unless we are connected to our, to, to our priest. The priest represents men of God. Women of God. Amen? I don't know about here, but in Uganda, so many people, they don't want to, invite, to, to involve their pastors. They always call their pastor when they are in trouble. To pray for them. Pastor, pray for me. What is the problem? I bought a land, but this land was a fake land. Then you ask, when you are about to, to buy this land, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you involve me to pray for you and also to advise you? Pastor, pray for me. The husband is beating me. My marriage is in trouble. And then we, you ask, how did you get that man? Why did you why didn't you involve me? Why didn't you ask me when you are entering into that marriage? And now he's in trouble. He wants to involve you. But when they are making a decision, they don't want to involve you. Amen? For you to enter into your destiny, for you to achieve what God wants you to achieve, you must be connected to your pastors. You must be connected to the leaders God has brought you. Yes. Amen? Amen? If the devil wants to destroy you, he will disconnect you from your pastors. He will disconnect you from the leaders. He will disconnect you from the men of God, from the women of God. God has brought you into your life. Amen? Amen. If God wants to take you to another level, he will bring priests, servants of God in your life. And sometimes we take those people for granted. But I want to tell you, never take your leaders, your pastors for granted. Amen? Amen? Amen. Because there are so many things God will never speak to you, but he will tell it to your pastor. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So the instruction was they had to involve the priest in their lives. There is a story in the Bible that the children of Israel they wanted to go and to get some poles to build the, the house of the Lord. They wanted to go and build and, and, and bring some, some poles, some trees, some uh, Yes, poles for the house of God. And they went. And when they went, they came to the man of God. That was a prophet Elisha. They told him, we want you to go with us. Prophet Elisha did, did, did not want to go with them. But they convinced him. 
and they went with him. And they went to deliver Jordan. And when they are cutting this tree, the Bible said that they are using axe. And the axe accidentally went into the river. And these people, they cried because this axe were not, this axe were, uh, they had rented it from another person. And they came to the man of God because they went with him. They told him what happened. And the man of God, he told them, show me where the axe went. And the man of God, he told them, you go and put a stick in that water. And when they put a stick in that water, the axe came up. Amen. Amen? Amen. Now the point is, if they didn't go with this man of God, the miracle would not happen. But because they went with the man of God, because they went with the prophet, amen, he was able to give them instruction and the miracle happened. Amen? So we need to involve men of God in your life. You want to do a business? You want to enter into your marriage? You want to, to make a major, a, major, uh, a major decision in your life? Amen? You need the men of God in your life. You need the women of God in your life. You need servants of God in your life. Amen. So, number four, the ark of the Lord. They had to involve the ark of the Lord. What, what did the, the ark of the Lord represent? The ark of the Lord represents the presence of God. Amen. 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 So, the presence of God very important in our lives. If you are to go to another level, if you are to see the walls of Jericho falling down in this city, we need the presence of God. Amen. We need to involve the presence of God in every activity, in every service, in, a, in our lives, in our home. We need to invite the presence of God. Amen? Amen? Amen. So God told them that the ark of the Lord shall go before you. Amen? Amen. The ark of the Lord represents God's presence. Amen. Amen. If we want to see the walls of Jericho, the stumbling block, the setbacks in our life being broken, we need to involve God's presence. Brother and sister, I, I don't talk about preaching good. I don't talk about singing good. I'm talking about the presence of the Lord. I'm talking about the experience with the presence of God. Carrying God's presence. Amen? Amen. It is God's presence that will break every hindrances in our life. It is God's presence that will break every evil altars in this city in the name of Jesus. It is God's presence that will break every resistance of the gospel in this country in the name of Jesus. We need to bring back the presence of God in the house of God in our life 
for us to see the major breakthrough in this city. Oh, Hallelujah. The presence of God, it is the only solution to break people's heart. Right now in Uganda, there is a revival. In that revival, God told the man of God, Pastor Robert Kayanja, to start a revival of prayer. And he told them to start with 77 days. When he obeyed, he didn't have any idea of what God is going to do. But he just obeyed to start prayer revival every night. But right now, as I told, it is four years since that revival started. But people are coming from all over the world in that revival. Recently, I was watching men from Azusa Street of the revival. They came and they gave him a reward of the, of the revival. So many people changed. We, we have seen so, so many prostitutes in our country coming to repent. We have seen so many gangsters, people who are, you know, criminal, coming in this revival to repent, crying. And some of them they are saying that I've been in the street of the city. And then I had a voice telling me, if I don't go to repent and to give my life to Jesus, I'm going to die. Amen? Amen. One of the, the, the big criminals, the government, we are looking for him, the army. And the president had signed that whenever they find him, they should kill him. And one day, he came crying to this church. He gave his life to Jesus. And then, because this church has a, a television, People are seeing him on the television. They had named him Cobra. And then the army commander saw him. The army commander was first to come in this church. And he told the pastor that because this man has changed, he's now in the church. We withdraw the command from the president to kill him. Will not he kill him? Amen? Amen. So the presence of God. It is the only solution to bring people to repentance. Amen. We need to involve the presence of God. I know God has given you this city. As God has, God gave the city to Joshua. God has given you this city into your hands. God has given you this great city in your, in your, in your hands. But God want you to involve the presence of God. It is not only the pastors. It is all of us. Amen. Amen. When we obey God's instruction, when we involve God's presence, I'm telling you, this church will be smaller of what God is going to do. Hallelujah. God is going to bring so many people. God is going to touch so many people. They will be coming here to repent, to give their life to Jesus. Amen? Amen. Because of the presence of God. The presence of God can bless your life. I remember a story in the Bible. You know that story. 
when the ark of God, David wanted to take the ark of the Lord in Jerusalem. And when they are taking it, something happened. And David was annoyed. He didn't want to take this ark of the Lord. And they took this ark of the Lord into a house of one man. And this man was not was not a Jew. Amen? This man was called Obededom. And he hosted the ark of the Lord in his house. What happened? The Bible said that in those three months in his house, the house of Obededom was blessed greatly. Amen? God increased everything in his house. God blessed his house and everything in that house. So, the presence of God is able to bless us. If we want to see God's blessing, we should embrace the presence of God. Amen? Amen. It was the presence of God that helped Moses to deliver the children of Israel from Egypt. It was the presence of God that surprised, you know, that, that, that brought provision in the children of Israel when they are in the journey going into their promised land. The presence of God kept them. And the Bible said that none of their shoes, you know, they, their shoes was every day like a new because of the presence of God. God preserved their shoes, preserved them, provide them in the wilderness because of the presence of God. Amen. We need the presence of God in our lives. Hallelujah. We need the presence of God. If we involve the presence of God, we are going to see so many things happen in our lives. We don't need the presence of God only in the church, but also in our home. Also in our everyday activities. You need to be in touch with the presence of God. Amen? For you to raise your children, you need the presence of God. For you to, to, to maintain your relationship with God, you need the presence of God. Amen? For you to, to see your breakthrough, you need the presence of God in your life. Hallelujah. It is God's presence that will cause you to be a different person. Amen? Let us... All stand and you pray. May God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. So, don't remember four things. First of all, to know God's will. Secondly, to hear His voice. And thirdly, involve men of God or women of God in your life, servants of God in your life and the presence of God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this wonderful time. Thank you, Lord, for everyone in this church. Lord, I believe that these people, you have promised them so many things, but they've been hindrances in their life. They have been resistance 
the devil does not want them to enter into their destiny. I believe, Father, you have so many things to do in this church. You have promised, you've been promising this church. And I believe, Father, that you have a great destiny. You have a great calling in this church, in this ministry. And Lord, I believe that you are going to give them this city. But there have been walls of Jericho. Right now, I declare to every wall of Jericho to fall down in the name of Jesus. I break every strongholds. I break every walls of Jericho in the name of Jesus. I break every resistance and hindrances in this city in the name of Jesus. I break every evil altars in this city to break down in the name of Jesus. I declare revival in this church. I declare revival in this city in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I declare from today that the walls of Jericho will fall down in the mighty name of Jesus. And these people shall enter into their destiny. And this church shall enter into their destiny in the mighty name of Jesus. This church shall fulfill the purposes of God in this city in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I declare that you shall use this church for the purpose of your name. And I declare, Father, from today that they are going to see a major breakthrough, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. That every walls of Jericho is falling down right now. In the spiritual realm, in the name of Jesus. In the spiritual realm, in the name of Jesus. I, I, I break every resistance in the spiritual realm, in the name of Jesus. Every spirit that has been hindering people to come in the presence of God. I break it in the name of Jesus. I declare a revival in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We glorify your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to a Wattle City Church podcast. If you download the Anchor podcast app, and type Wattle City Church into the search engine, you can listen to more and great podcasts from Wattle City Church. Thanks.